Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds Steve and Joey are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers that evangelize it. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 6, Alien Technology. Woo! As we ascend upon the milk Now we're back. Ass is up, D is down. Yeah. That's what I say in the bathroom. That's the way I'd like to fuck. Ass up, D down, son. Um, yeah, get that D down, baby. <laughs> uh, D down under. Yeah. In the, the Aussie gay clubs. <laughs> but on the United Hello, States. Hello, Mer- Melbourne yeah. listeners. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Right. There are a decent amount of them, too. A decent amount. Oh, yeah. yeah. A decent. And if they're D down, are they D up? Because they're on the other side of the Opposite planet Opposite fucking side, mate. Yeah. yeah. D's never go down, down, Anna. Yeah. Come spins to the left down there. <laughs> Come spits out of our dicks to the left. Yeah, you know, you got a rifling effect. Yeah, that comes fucking out. dickery do there, yeah, mate. Right. Dickery dookery yeah. dock. The Come oozes out of your butt. Cock. Come on. Yeah, cock. Come oozes out of your butt. That's a little childish right there with yeah. the weird little spike. Kind of. Loads of green. Come oozes out of your butthole. Um, and it's just wild. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is a, a very general episode, uh, but I get we're uh, rockets. <laughs> we are we're kind of spoiled by time because we've this is like we've seen you know we're on episode ten or eleven in in twenty eighteen right and so going back to like yeah alien technology it's like isn't that what every fucking episode's about right right it's, <laughs> it's all of it tech. all of it all of it yeah um, but yeah we're gonna go over death rays. Acoustic weapons, acoustic building devices in this episode. Uh, the magistry of rocket power, which is kind of boring, and uh, anti gravity engines, or acu- they're, they kind of mix it with the acoustic thing, the, the sound based thing. So, uh, how's it going, Steve? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, nice week. Start after the week here. We had some rain out in California. It's really nice. <laughs> Rarefied uh, air, huh? Yeah, <laughs> dripping wet, I say. <laughs> I <laughs> Yar. We got the classic people that don't know how to drive when no, it rains. Slows you know. down, even though the freeway stayed green for you. <laughs> California sucks. I love it. I love oh. L.A. <laughs> that was we so love odd. it. I love L.A. Isn't that like the, the KTLA music or something? Like Channel 5? No, that's like a classic song. Oh, that's yeah. like a Huey. I think Huey Lewis does it in the news. Oh. I love LA. Is that now? Is, is that Huey Dewey Louie Lewis? I love it. God, I can't get to anything. Oh, uh, I but. can't masterfully play the keyboard like I know how to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Because you can't put down yeah. your libation. Oops. By nation. Now. <laughs> how are you, Joey? I'm I'm not okay. No, I'm yeah. doing well. It's been a rough week. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Monday. Of, a lot of dogs. been a rough week. It was a rough weekend. <laughs> Um, rough, rough, yeah, rough. my mom got a, a new little puppy, and mm. uh, so I was helping her train the puppy a little bit. Is this bit a porn dog pointers. she got? she going to no, fuck this dog? it's a female dog. she going to go down on this dog? Well, she might. Smear peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> um, she... <laughs> <laughs> that was a very sharp sound yeah. for what should be peanut butter, which I think of as a smacky and hey, wait, let's see round and whatever. 
It's got to be like a... Well, I'll get there. Don't worry. (laughs) I'll learn how to use this device. (laughs) At some point. Just as primitive ancient people learned how to use devices to build things uh, yeah so we're 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 gonna we're, we're gonna start off with something rad okay this episode opens up with the l rad sonic weapon which is oh, yeah, a yeah. an official military developed uh, uh sound based yeah. device I feel like this is the brown noise if it, or brown wave right. if we're ever gonna hit it is with this <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah because apparently it causes bl- temporary blindness permanent deafness nausea and diarrhea <laughs> it literally is kind of like a brown yeah. coat um because they said it goes up to above like 150 decibels or something right. like that makes you sick feeling which right i don't know if any i've i've had that sometimes at certain concerts when it gets mm-hmm. a weird bass and you're right by the big it rumbles kind of yeah you're like oh, your yeah. head just goes i was gonna say it's a weird like head achy but it's not like a headache it's this weird like it's like a super deep resonance yeah like it, in sh- your gut. it shakes your uh sense of balance loose or something you just start yeah, feeling like right. weird and off kilter and whatever but and i'm not talking about scottish bands or anything shake you know? the pillars of heaven yeah. huh <laughs> is that you know from that's something? from that's from big trouble in little channel oh <laughs> <laughs> um well a little preview we're gonna have a <laughs> dr taylor wang on this episode Uh-oh. too <laughs> Some choice uh bits of eastern wisdom about acoustic uh, object manipulation technology in here. So um, it's kind Manipulate. of a one, one-time appearance this episode, too. Yeah. He plays it. I thought it was a ping-pong ball at first, <laughs> but I think it's a styrofoam ball. Yeah. <laughs> not so to you're, be racist. You're, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not racist to say that those guys are so fucking good at ping-pong. They they love it. Yeah. They beat everyone in the world. There's a whole Forrest Gump scene They taught about Forrest it. Gump how to play, or he, no, or he, he taught himself he and autistically them. watched them or something. No, no. Right? He just picked it up. While oh, he was right. healing from getting shot in the book talks, <laughs> right? And life's like a box of chocolate. <laughs> life's like a goddamn yeah. box of chocolate, okay? You're I fine. might fuck someone who has AIDS. Because oh. <laughs> he did. I have an AIDS baby. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm Dr. Forrest sorry. Gump. <laughs> yeah. And I turn into a bird and I fly far, far away after I'm molested. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was kind of a heavy scene. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. No, he learned to play himself just in oh. the little thing. <laughs> Healing from his butt wound. Oh, that's right. And then that led to him being great at ping pong. Right. And then he went and played when they started to reveal the Iron Curtain or right. whatever. Yeah, he beat the Red Chinese in those episodes. I don't know if he beat him, but he definitely competed. Mm-hmm. He was great. And he was on uh, It was on Johnny Carson or some old – or no, it was like some old Ed Sullivan or something like that back in the day. Oh, yeah, because he was next to John Lennon on right. the Ed Sullivan Where'd show. Where'd you they, get Yeah. <laughs> No religion too, and right. that's and that's apparently where he got the idea for imagine. Have a nice you know. day. <laughs> <laughs> that was the happy the happy smile. Right, right. Happy smile. Food. Speaking in Chinese. Uh, <laughs> oh come on! You know they call it weird shit. Um, but uh, yeah, so a bunch in 2005, it was the first real life use of this LRAD sonic weapon. Um, there was a some vessel out there, some naval vessel. A bunch of Somali pirates uh, Ooh, came out. I'm the captain now, huh? <laughs> and, we're, uh, and we're trying to invade the ship. They used this fucking right. like disc based thing, and it like shot these waves, these uh, uh, super harnessed, yeah. focused and waves. Some kind of energy <laughs> focused <Okay>. in rock, <laughs> right? Yeah. You got to get away With from the, those. Yes, yeah. they explode. <laughs> in their own labs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and apparently the Somalis got. 
very sick. They got diarrhea. They Ooh. went blind. They went deaf. I don't know. They they apparently didn't board. That was more the from ship. their poor health, right? Exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah, very malnourished. Mostly, uh, like everywhere. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, it's just you can't live on rice alone. You know, rice alone. Yeah, <laughs> the third world treat. Honk honk. <laughs> Those are the geese that they're trying to uh, kill for meat, but they keep eating their rice and running away and flying yeah. away. Rice aroni, you're gonna need more meat. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, so we we start off kind of introducing this LRAD weapon, just saying, "Hey, look, acoustic weapons are possible." Right. And then we move right into the Battle of Jericho, and my balls came dropping down in puberty. Um. So, <laughs> but yeah. So about nine thousand BC. Um. The, the city of Jericho was supposedly uncovered. They don't really right. go into, like, confirming if that was Jericho. But right. it was 17 miles north of Jerusalem, uh, around where the Israelites would have been marching through on their way through the desert and all that stuff um, when they were cast out. Um, and The walls of Jericho is a famous wrestling move by oh. one Chris Jericho. Mm. He would pull their legs up, I believe, uh-huh. and make them tap out. Tumble it was down, walls right? of Jericho. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, WWE fans. Yeah. <laughs> F, I still call it. <laughs> oh, WWF. Okay. Yeah. Not the Worldwide Laugh Foundation. Yeah, exactly. Right. Before they stole it. To yeah, the back. Worldwide Fun. Right. It is, it is extremely weird that that foundation, which in their own arguments against the WWF Wrestling Federation, were like, we've been around since the 60s, and that predates you guys... Why don't you fucking and say something yeah, before 1995? Right, like, right, I don't right. Why is get it, it now a problem? Yeah, like it's so weird. Like, yeah. oh, because like The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin got like gained some more like mainstream popularity. Yeah. Well, they were murdering care. pandas, so they, right. they <laughs> assumed it was a bad, <laughs> bad connection. The Rock was and, and Stone Cold. Yeah, they uh, putting pandas in headlocks yeah, and shit, and just you know giving them a 3D. Yeah, uh, which is the. <laughs> That's uh, the Dudley Twins. Right. Their move with putting two guys guy through tables was a 3D. They were, uh, yeah. they were cutting those pandas' eyebrows with razor blades yeah. and they stuff like that. They said hell in the cell, and then they just raped their mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Now, is that a, a yeah. raping your mouth? That's a wrestling move? Yes. Hmm. It's quite well known. Right. You, you gotta, jam you gotta, into the turnbuckle. you got to watch the outtakes of those, yeah. of those um, WrestleManias, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, I can <laughs> smell what that bud is oh. cooking. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Battle of Jericho... God is telling Pete is telling uh, Joshua, "Hey, these Jerichoites are bad news. I'm going to need you." So, and meanwhile, the Israelites are walking through the desert with the Ark of the Covenant, which we've talked right. about before. Um, the Ark of the Covenant, referred to as a weapon in the Bible, too. Touch it, it, it's this Ark that contains the uh, two tablets of the Ten Commandments, yeah. touched by God's energy and charged with His power. People are reportedly dying of. Lo- you know, hair loss. They're losing their uh, their teeth are growing super white. Yeah. Their nails are falling off. Faces are melting. <laughs> All of these elements of radiation sickness. Yeah. Um, this is also what um, historian and, and author Bradley Bybee refers to as uh-huh. the Nazi box. Right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, Indiana Jones in the Nazi box. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, so the theory here is that the Ark of the Covenant is charging. Uh, what are are these ram horns known as the shofar? Oh, yeah. um, and it's not a bridge. Blown to this day. Not a bridge shofar. Um, but yeah, yeah. You're, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. So there are these ram horns. Um, and uh, the theories, they were charged by the power of the covenant because basically God told Joshua, hey, march around the walls, the city of Jericho for six days and see if they'll 
I don't know, see if they'll submit, yeah. see if they'll fight. I don't know. Yeah, if they'll tap out. Right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Make sure right. you're, you're <laughs> dancing around that ring right. and Chris Jericho's a staying in right. there. Not Very letting his opponent out. Yeah. He had like long, dirty blonde hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he wore the long pants usually as right. his tight pants. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a real man, okay? Yeah. okay. He's tough <laughs> as shit. Yeah. Um, so on the seventh day, God was like, okay, guys, walk around the walls of the, of the city again. But this time, blow the shit out of those fucking shofars. Blow those ram horns. Lo and behold, the, the seven priests that had the horns, they blew it. And apparently the walls, or at least a portion of the wall, crumbled down so they, they could walk through and sack the city. Uh, <laughs> sack ball, sack. sack. Oh, yeah. Sack. Sack ball, sack. And this was, the well, 9,000 B.C. I don't know if Rome existed. Mm-hmm. So this was maybe pre-Roman soldier helmet. Oh, yeah. Sacking <laughs> the city. So yeah. you beat the shit out of a guy and you just you teabag him like in an MMO right. or, or an online right. competitive shooter. Yeah, yeah. Um, where you just plop your balls yeah. down on their sack face. Ball, you sack, know? sack. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so... This leads us to the really the rest of the episode is like, oh, here's some, you know, religious, historical, mythological evidence of acoustic weapons being used. Like, oh, wow, right. these horns somehow destroyed stone walls, which is an interesting thing. You know, like it's a very magical concept. Um, but uh, anyway, of course, religious scholars say, yes, this was a miracle because God told them, hey, at the right time, do this and I'll right. make this happen. Um, modern historians they say like it was likely an earthquake. I even I looked that up because I was like, that's a pretty lame little piece of evidence, you know? Yeah. But it is kind of true because, again, modern historians, unless you're a religious historian specifically, um, you know, a theologian of some kind, yeah. which doesn't mean you're even part of the religion you're studying. Just Sometimes I'm, Matt, I'm a Matt Logan. Right. Like, <laughs> Matt <different>. Logan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, they just say it was an earthquake, but... That's kind of a weird. Even I mean, I kind of call bullshit on that. As modern right, historians right, right. being That's like, kind of rough. "Yeah, the fuck are you talking?" Like that, that, to me, it screams of somebody asked a historian, "Hey, what do you think the Battle of Jericho was?" Yeah, probably an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, that seems blew up. Yeah, that seems way too too uh, dismissive convenient. and reductive. Yeah, right. You know, for them to say too, so. Yeah, too much of a quick hit. Like eh, that's right. probably what that was. Right. So we get. Our first and a classic children's chiming. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, I've, we've said it to some of our, our uh, online fans, but uh, if you go to YouTube and you search some kind of skoy. With a K With a K O I N D and then of skoy as is S K O Y, you will get a supercut of some of the best David Hatcher Childress. Uh, Chimes here, yeah. Um, but uh, bust anyway. the chime in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bust your chime. <laughs> um, so we get a classic one here, and <laughs> I can't stop thinking of in that video, yeah. the Sonic joystick, right, the Sonic right, the right, Hedgehog the joystick yeah. they show on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, the idea that some kind of sonic weapon was used to destroy these huge, thick. Veiny. He didn't, he didn't say veiny. <laughs> Meaty. <laughs> yeah. Delicious looking. Vancient walls. Yeah. <laughs> Ancient walls. To allow the Israelites to basically take over the city is a fascinating one. So what kind of technology were they using? It sounds utterly fantastic to us that they could have some kind of alien technology. He has really weird yeah. android-esque like breaks uh, and cadence uh, in this, uh, which yeah. leads me to believe either he's more unique than we thought or they edit him down in weird right, ways because right. you get these weird little spikes of like tone Tron, and yeah. stuff. Um, and then he finishes with, it's clearly what they're describing. And I'm like, okay, like it's, you're, <laughs> you're like he, he 
he's saying you, it's clearly what they're describing again. Right. It sounds Is authoritative. It, it yeah. sounds authoritative what he's saying, and he's he's trying to subconsciously shut down any arguments to that. But it's not really clear what they're describing yeah, to. Yeah, like yeah. I get what he's saying. Somehow this sound, the sound of these trumpets, had a force. Which again, to be fair. They have scientists and shit on this episode. They actually bring back kind of third-party experts for the most, like, more on this episode than the last, like, six. Right, right, I right. think that we've been in or talked about and uh, since season one, I think. Um, they have some physicists. They have some some acoustic technology experts here to say, mm-hmm. yo, you if – they're basically, like, with the right resonance, if you find the kind of the right harmonious frequency of something else – if you tap into that and amplify it, you can break the molecules apart right. and break their bonds with each other, and that's what causes that destruction. So there is some sort of scientific precedent for it, too. So um, I'm going to give a little bit of an honorable mention to a British man, mostly because his last name sounds like one of the best desserts you can get. <laughs> a par- Spotted dick. A parfait. <laughs> um, his name is Tudor Parfit, and he's a professor of Jewish studies at the University of London. <laughs> um and he, he comes on and he just says, like, that there's little doubt that the Ark of the Covenant was described as a weapon. So um, they don't – again, I, I wish on this show they would, like, show – especially when they have the experts sitting there. Oh, hey, do you have, like, an outline or some class that you taught where you're, like, have the picture of that? Right. And just show what it on think screen. It is. Yeah. Right? Like, they never show – that kind of stuff. I won't on give screen. any goddamn artistic uh, <laughs> confidence here right. and show that. Yeah. <laughs> this man was a very British, well educated <laughs> London British man, too. Oh, well, shit. Goddamn. That's all. You motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but um, so uh, at the end of his little spiel here, which he, he, this is his one, one kind of uh, appearance on the show, he says, There may have been some kind of technology, and we don't know what the tech was, but clearly it was used around the periphery of the city. And I'm like, you got an expert to say literally what the narrator said, which is this Lots technology. Of shit happened. Yeah, this technology was used. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, just like, like the condoms that I right. find in my apartment. <laughs> oh Parking my god, lot. are you like yeah. the narrator for yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to eat yeah. your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that would require me to put a condom on. <laughs> what if? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what if you jerk me off? <laughs> and what if the poo? Had always been there. <laughs> what if? Because that is, <laughs> yep. Because that is the 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 classic uh, cadence of yeah. the narrator, which yeah. is, and I know he doesn't write his own yeah. shit, but it's always the, what if this happened? But what if that's how it always had always been? Was you know? there. <laughs> um, that would be not. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys can't see, but I'm like aggressively putting my finger putting the hair behind my ear that's on yeah, above yeah. my ear a yeah, lot when i talk yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um we actually just had a uh a fan today ask us hey are you guys on youtube <laughs> oh really <laughs> and i was just like no we're yeah. audio only and it's probably better that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh we're gonna face yeah. made for radio your huh? fucking butt <laughs> we're ugly <laughs> um but uh yeah so quick reminder again they're talking about the arc a lot here it's it's considered possibly a nuclear weapon, according to ancient astronaut theorists. We've talked about this in previous episodes already. It comes up a lot. There's at least one, maybe two episodes just about the Ark, or there's one called like Ancient Artifacts or something like yeah. that, um, where apparently they track down the location like somewhere in Tibet or somewhere weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. But again, it goes nowhere. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's, yeah, oops. It's, nope, didn't find it there again, but uh, that's supposed to be where a bunch of Templars took it or something like that. But um 
anyway, um, so David Wilcock is on here, and I've been I've been miss. He's uh, a cock pr- pronouncing his name as Will Cox, like with an X. Yeah, just one cock. He's a one cock man. Yeah, but I'm a singular cock. <laughs> I mean, this is nuts. <laughs> Who would need the extra four penises when you Required. have mine, which is all powerful, all knowing, <laughs> and can get you into some bad stuff? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a goddamn Jedi Knight wielding a lightsaber. <laughs> You made wielding into three Wheel. syllables. <laughs> Wheel, de- Wheel de- and dealing. <laughs> wielding and dealing. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I will jam it down Darth Maul's <laughs> fucking throat. I don't care about those little herpes he's got all over his head. That's David woke up on some online rant yeah. on, <laughs> on Star yeah, Wars talking forum. shit on yeah. Phantom Menace. <laughs> um, oh, Professor Snow. <laughs> got his goddamn guts out. Were you conflating Professor Snape? No, I know that's what, yeah. <laughs> Seems like it should be Professor yeah. Snape. <laughs> Turn to page 394. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to ram it in your oh, goddamn yeah. gut. Because when you mix Kylo Ren with Harry Potter, you just get yeah. a, a rambunctious little jerk. Yeah. You know? yeah. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm British and Adam Driver. <laughs> I've got problems. <laughs> And they're not hey, going anywhere. Everyone's uh, hashtagging these pictures with their shirt off and high-waisted pants a lot. <laughs> Sir pants a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I will pull my pants oh, off. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got to rein this back in. Oh, we're having fun. Um, so he's on. So David Wilcock, Five Heads at Freddy's, as I've called oh, him. Oh, right, right. Um, has a, I mean, hey, I will compliment him on his five head. Beautiful skin. Blemish free. And it doesn't just look like makeup. Yeah. And in fact, it doesn't look like there's a lot very of makeup. Taut. Yeah, there's very not a lot taut. of lines yeah. or, you know, You could use that skin to, like, repair a butt scar or something like that, too, you know? Yeah, It would look sure. beautiful. Um, but, uh, but then he also kind of frames it in this, like, parted in the middle, um, very kind like of 1994. 95. Yeah, four or five, yeah. <laughs> kind of, four or five. Kind yeah. of do. Uh, but anyway, he comes I on and says. I look ripping. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not that he's ripped. No. Or, ripping, man. He's fucking uh, sick. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can skateboard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I look like Hawk Tony. I'm cool. David <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wilcott comes on and he says, This particular use of the shofar clearly seems to be the same type of technology as particle beam technology, death ray technology, thunderbolt <laughs> technology. What the fuck is that? Thunderbolt technology? I don't know of any. I, I mean, is I, that like for the Mac systems? I, exactly. <laughs> I looked it up, and that's all I could find yeah, was yeah, yeah. the type of connecting plug for Macs. He like, knew it before know. it was a thing. Uh, Lord Hinu. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, Lord Hinu shoots his HNA all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spread thy man for thieves. It's... Again, he uses this phrase, and this is my point of mentioning this. It very clearly seems that once again, <laughs> someone poisoned the water hole. No. Uh, it very clearly seems that once again, we have an extraterrestrial technology that ancient people had at the ready to use for military campaigns. Like, he's the king of, like, going from insanely overarching to hyper-specific. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, to military-used right. campaigns uh, on the sea at where the you will blow out an island. Right, like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's, and, and so also, what I don't like is the phrase clearly seems here. Right, it's not clear. Yeah, it's very, you were, 
I don't know what goddamn lens you're looking through because right. you might want to wipe it off. And also, it's almost like Aurelian doublespeak, where clearly means it's clarity. Like, oh, this right. 100% is this. Yeah. It's obvious that it's that. And then seems is one of the most vague words you can use right. in the English language. Right. Like, so it obviously, very vaguely, yeah. is this. I'm like, well, which one is yeah, it? Yeah, it's you like know? you have a clean windshield, but you're driving on a foggy day. Like, right. I exactly. can't see. Like, <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. Come on. Um, so I also had an issue with this too. So why it, let's let's say that that the ancient astronaut theorist guys are right and that this technology existed. Uh, they had sonic weapons, acoustic weapons, or later like death rays and things like that. Why didn't the Israelites then just fucking nuke everyone? <laughs> they had this weapon at the ready and take like hold of the power of like. And you wouldn't have. I mean, there's there's Israeli Palestinian conflicts to this day over yeah. that particular piece of land and it's right. all based in religious rivalry and it's like why if this if this was the case why is this a fucking issue and mm-hmm. of course you can argue as i point to my notes that no one can see but me yeah. but uh look at here you can argue <laughs> you can argue that of course they were listening to god because he's saying hey i will give you this weapon at the proper time at the proper right. place and whatever but i'm like how many stories do we have of people betraying what God says and trying to do their own thing and gaining quite a bit of power against God's wishes and things like that. And then like 30 years later, God goes, okay, we're going to kill all your firstborn sons or whatever to and punish you in some way. Y'all fucked up. Or, hey, 2,000 years of pharaohs, here's a bunch of plagues that I'm going to put on you because I don't like you anymore kind of thing. So um, it's just this weird – it's like, again, people haven't changed that much in a few thousand years. If you had a fucking – magical like nuclear or sonic weapon right why wouldn't you be going around to anyone and this is a very like vitriolic like you know uh warfare heavy time very tribal kind of time where these city states were forming in the middle east and greece and all that stuff and constantly warring with each other why didn't we also hear more about this thing right right. so anyway um again i i to me it's much more this was a miracle because it illustrates god's power and all that stuff Mm -hmm. Which which would totally makes me you know then you understand yeah well there's not miracles all the fucking time it's only to make a point or to right. show somebody something or whatever so anyway um, but we move on to scientist and a former astronaut Taylor Wang uh, happens to be a Chinese man who is a uh, an expert in acoustic technology acoustic wave technology and stuff yeah um he tell he, he's on here in the beginning just to talk to us about the concept as we mentioned before of resonance which is like he's like if you can find and i can't it'd be problematic if i did an impression of him so i won't but he basically comes on <laughs> and says yeah, a hard pivot right <laughs> a pre-pivot yeah. um comes on and says yeah if you can find the resonance of that wall um th- and, and you can amplify the energy put into that frequency right. of resonance then you can break the molecules apart and whatever. And he's right. like, maybe not the whole wall, but maybe parts of the wall or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like, think of, like, and this still may be confusing, but voltage and amps. So mm-hmm. you can say, this is 20 volts, but right. how many amps are there, right. right? So, like, I have a stun gun thing, and it's like, a thousand volts. Right. But if there's not the amplitude behind right. it, then it's not that powerful. Right. So you can be at whatever frequency but mm-hmm. you need the push like imagine exactly. the height but you need that fucking big push behind it exactly yeah. yeah yeah um yeah it's like it's like the horsepower or something behind or it's like i don't know maybe it's like we well, can super... have rpms and and horsepower too there you go things, yeah right? yeah so it's like... yeah um because yeah it's like torque versus speed but right. torque increases speed you know too right, right. or whatever too it's like but yeah it's like what's your horsepower at 3500 rpms right like, exactly and that's yeah. gonna vary car to car engine whatever you want to say mm-hmm 
Um, but yeah, so um, he kind of is on here to talk about resonance. He's, he basically just comes on to say, yes, it's possible that an acoustic weapon with the proper amplitude could do this. Yeah. Um, and the, when I was at this point in the episode, I was like, oh, is he? are they just taking his... Uh, a, a cut of him that agrees with their with their theory, right, right? But later on, he literally starts talking about, "Hey, aliens could have come." Oh, I can't do yeah, that. Oh God. Okay. that was uh, more Spanish. Aliens could have come down. I'm Taylor Wang. Aliens, aliens could have come down, and uh, given the technology and given us, and so he very much seems to be in <laughs> the mindset of yeah. the ancient astronaut theorists. Um, we then get Michael Denon on, who we've seen before. He's the UCI physicist that is always just there. <laughs> to give uh, a very mathematical, scientific-based right. um, um, viewpoint on everything. So he's he comes in he, and he talks about how sound is a pressure wave. And technically, yeah. a sonic weapon is a particle weapon because you're right. moving air particles. You're moving molecules of air in a focused, right. amplified Where a sonic wave. boom comes from. You're moving right. faster than in the shit can get out of the way. Right. And sonic booms are defined by the sound yeah. that they make right. you know, and the speed of the sound reaching you and all that stuff, too. Um, so that, so that they're just kind of justifying it this first segment, which I kind of notice is like the pattern. It's like, here's a handful of what they think of as really cool examples of this. Now let's dive deeper. Yeah. Sometimes it bites them in the foot though, because sometimes the best or examples the are at the beginning. Bites them in the foot. Did I say foot? Yeah. <laughs> it did. really bites them in the foot. I was like, what? Hey. All right. Bite the ass that feeds you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't suck the ass that feeds you. <laughs> Don't fuck the ass that feeds you. Suck, but, or fuck. Yeah. Um. <laughs> is that like uh, human centipede yeah. shit or something? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, stop it. That's offensive. Yeah. Don't eat the ass that feeds you. <laughs> you got to beat the ass that feeds yeah. you. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so we go on to our next segment. So it's basically they're saying, so they used all this shit destructively. But what if they used it to build? Yeah. And uh, so we're talking about constructive uses of acoustic devices. So it's all this next segment's all about megalithic structures and the theorized acoustic devices used to build them and move massive stones with little to no effort. So we go back to Mycenae. Not your Cini, Mycenae. Back in two thousand BC. Sounds like a nice pasta. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh this was a city that at that time time uh yeah. Dominated Boom. southern Greece, um, and it had these massive limestone uh, blocks that used something called cyclopean building technology, which is right. basically just massive blocks tightly fitted in shape with each other, but didn't need any mortar or anything because they were just so fucking heavy they could yeah, just sit yeah, there. Yeah. Um, named for named cyclopean because the only way that ancient Greeks, which remember, ancient Greeks could have even been 600 BC, which was 1400 years later than this right, was built. Right, right. So the people that built this were ancients to them. To us, if you went back 1400 years, that was before Islam that, existed. The dark <laughs> Is it before? I don't think 600 AD was around was roughly when Islam was created. Okay. So if you go back but to still the dark ages. If you go back age. to 500 AD, that's as long ago as, now to then as it was for the people looking at these walls and going how the fuck did they build those things? They're so fucking yeah, heavy yeah, and yeah. whatever. And again, never discrediting or disrespecting the people that build these things. That's fucking insane, you know. But more and more, we're finding evidence and even like papyrus and scrolls, which we'll get to a little later. Love papyrus. Um, and <laughs> um, um, uh, 
explaining how these megalith things were built. We don't have right. all the answers yet, obviously, um, but uh, more and more we're finding out um, that there are much more boring, less interesting, and yet very inventive kind of cool ways you right. know, for them to build it. So um, we also get our first Coppins call in this episode. I think our first and only Coppins call, maybe. Um, and he says, we really are confronted with the fact that people are saying man could not have built this. It has to have been something above or other than that constructed these walls. Tongues and tongues and tongues have been used, <laughs> and it really defies homeless gravity. <laughs> and he's tongues saying, have been used for homeless gravity. <laughs> he's saying tons and tons and yeah. uh, and uh, all uh, homeless, not, hom- not homeless, but he says like almost gravity. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's, almost he's saying gravity. it really defies almost gravity, but it sounds like he's saying almost, almost gravity. gravity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just think of floating yeah, homeless yeah. people like, hey, man, I figured it the fuck out. <laughs> this is the next level, brother. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> you got to burp, Charlie. Yeah. It's the only Ooh. way. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just shitting Ooh, their pants. I got them fizzy, yeah. jizzy drinks. Squirt <laughs> <laughs> them yeah. down my They're all just on the, on the ground shitting yeah. their pants yeah. and bleeding out yeah. of their eyeballs. That's just what's really happening. <laughs> Someone just staring at them and just like... <laughs> And there's just a couple of normal people walking by, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, that's homeless gravity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other state of mind. I was there once, and right. I came back. <laughs> um, and uh, and he, so he continues uh, after homeless gravity. <laughs> uh, and I think that's why we have to say that Mycenae is beyond humankind in that time in Greek history. And it's like, again, yes, because the people commenting on an already ancient, already abandoned city were Maybe over a thousand years minimum later. So, yeah. of Separated. course, of course, they relative to us on this podcast are very ancient indeed. Um, and all, and now we're like you know doubling or tripling that that yeah. timeline now. So, uh, anyway, Sukes comes on here um, and talks about. I can't remember if I called it this because I couldn't find my notes from another episode. But the kind of the, he talks about the ancient astronaut theorist primitive building inefficiency fallacy i've called it which is that it's this it's this fallacious argument that there was no way and there is no evidence for how ancient primitive people built the pyramids or right. uh one of the stones in ancient greek that was like 2500 right. tons and all this stuff um and so i i so I went and, and researched because they're comparing something from in, you know mycenae in 2000 bc that's like smack dab in the middle or even a little bit after the pyramids of Giza were built, uh, especially the Great Pyramid was built. Um, and so very contemporary, right? And not that far away. Yeah. Um, and so, and we know that Greeks and Romans and Egyptians all kind of intermingled for a time as well. So uh, anyway, I looked up, did a little research, and I, as we mentioned before, I knew about the pictographic evidence of – uh, the buildings of the pyramid. There's, there's there's some wall in one of the pyramids or in one of the tombs around there mm-hmm. that shows like, look at the block. Here's the blocks. Here's them coming down. Here's a bunch of people with a shit ton of ropes pulling them, and there's a bunch of dudes pouring water on the ground in right, front of it, and, and, yeah. and, and then and slurry. then when they yeah, making kind of a slurry, kind of clayish, very slippery ground. They did this just a few years ago, and they're like, oh shit. The sand around here, even though it's twenty five hundred years or it's got three thirty five hundred years later, right, is still pretty similar, and it makes a pretty slick kind of thing, you know. The, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So the other part that I didn't realize, which this story came out in September of last year, they found 
excuse me, what might what might be the oldest papyrus ever found in the world. And literally this this papyrus is Shut kind up. of a manifesto about the shipping of these limestone blocks, literally the shipping of them. So uh, they literally took uh, the Nile River during the time of the pyramids over about two, a two decade period was when they basically supplied the building. I don't know if, the, I mean, I think it took a little longer to build them, but there was a 20 to 30 year trade route basically mm-hmm. of ships, these massive ships. They literally created new ship technology because there's some of these ships still kind of existed. Right. right. Um, insanely massive beams held together by certain types of ropes and new knots and whatever, and, you know, all pinned and whatever together that could hold the weight of these insanely huge limestone blocks, which were either eight miles away in a quarry or some of the granite, some of the granite blocks were from a place called Tufu, which was like 500 miles away. Mm-hmm. Regardless, the Nile's a big river. They, they basically flood, they, they built these dikes and flooded uh, these channels, these little, these little like um, har- fake harbors. Right, right. Within a few hundred feet of the building site of the pyramids, right, 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 and then offloaded the fucking the blocks, right and there. it wasn't. It was, believe me, very far. I would not lots want that of job. Work, lots of everything, right? Yeah. And and um, so again, just some simple fact finding can negate. We don't want to say it always does, but it can negate um, uh, what the ancient astronaut theories guys are saying. So just yeah, yeah. try to do your own fact finding. We all have the internet at our disposal. Yeah. And just go check it out. It took right. me. It took me five minutes to do that research. You know? And and yeah, there's just certain things. I mean, I'll say it's you. Just, you don't know what you don't know, right? So right. it's like just because you're looking at what's here, you can't imagine what used to be there, right? right? You're not thinking fourth dimensionally, Marty. Right. Exactly. Um, just like the train tracks in goddamn Back to the Future Three, right. they weren't built yet, but then we knew they were going to be there, yep. so he jumped time. Right. Um, but again, it's like. The thing that gets me is like, yeah, all this shit weighed a lot. All these things were crazy. But around the globe, mm-hmm. at super various points in time, we've all built this shit. Right. Right. <laughs> Humans have built right. crazy, heavy, big right. structures at various points in history. Yep. At every point in the globe. Yeah. At the so, behest like, of the most powerful man in their world, right? Right, right, The right. pharaoh was the leader of the free world, not the free world, of the right. world, according to most people in the Mediterranean area. Right. Or in Aztec Incan or Aztec yeah. or whatever, you know? So, I mean, again, this is kind of where the, some of this, this stuff falls apart a little bit of like, okay, which alien groups were talking to which humans and why are things different right. here than there? <laughs> I mean, there are some similarities, yeah. but again... Um, that one's just a little bit rougher. Like right. I think, like shit, that is really heavy how they do it. But it's still insane. It's also yeah. a commonality throughout right. human culture. Right, and uh, this also lines up with uh, some evidence that we've had for a long time, which is the Greek philosopher Herodotus, which you might have heard of. He was like the first guy to write down how he. Uh, they don't know if he observed or if he was theorizing because he never said like mm-hmm. I saw this. Right, but he also he's been saying forever that. Uh, the Pharaoh hired hundreds of thousands of men. Yeah. They actually say there weren't slaves at right. all. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and and they would literally swap them out to not kill them with right. their work. Um, and again, I, like even like there's, there, there was some slavery. I don't think those right. were the guys necessarily pulling the blocks. I don't know. Right. But, right. Um, but the architects and the people running those teams, they didn't want to just kill off. Because even back then, it's much more expensive 
to hire a new employee right. than just to keep a current right, one, right. keep an to existing teach one. teach them what to do, right. to build the muscle mass and strength right. of needed of an yeah. 18 to 20-some-year-old, which is probably where they're going to live to anyway, right. exactly. to get a fresh one. Right. right. Um, and we have plenty of... Young Roman hot boys. Oh yeah. Ooh, Alexander would have loved those butts. Um but uh remember the way he looked at Jared Leto in that movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then remember when they fucked. Oh, I would have too. Um oh I went and got popcorn at that yeah. part. <laughs> Took a big shit no. and jerked off in the bathroom. Um I knew but, it was coming. Yeah. I knew I was coming. Yeah. Rosaria <laughs> Dawson's jugs in that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I was in the mood for balls and yeah. okay? <laughs> for hairy meats, give which me those, are sweet treats. Give me those Leto eyes, baby. Um, but oh god, <laughs> that movie just sucked. Though Pardon. it was so boring. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, we have plenty of military accounts from the BCs about mm-hmm. how I'm going to train my men with double, you know, double weighted wooden weapons to get their strength up for this campaign. So they'll be the strongest men in the Roman whatever. And it's like we have all that kind of shit where it's like yeah. I'm going to strengthen these guys up over like a six month period. And they'll be fucking gnarly. Right, right. So let's just crossfit these guys out, basically. Um, Uh, We get Michael Barra a decent amount in this episode. He's kind of the Aryan guy. I don't really have a nickname for him. It's something with his head. He has a really weird forward Julius Caesar-like mullet front. And you can see the giant bald spot underneath. It seems like a closeted gay man look where he has, like, the weird dark black goatee, (laughs) the comb forward. Like, he's probably in the clubs of Chicago dealing meth or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I knew a guy that looks kind of oh. like him that does that. <laughs> um, so he, Not that I'm hiding anything. Right. <laughs> oh, a guy no, I know. Uh, yeah. guy I blow. Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> um, he comes on and he's like, again, with his kind of smug sort of... Again, we always, we'll give, you know, Sukalos and Childress and whatever. We'll make a little fun or whatever. But they're not usually smug assholes. This guy's always a dick. Graham right, Hancock, right. the British guy who's like the the ancient astronaut theorist Richard Dawkins of the group. He's like a really smug, uh, a little bit overconfident and angry guy. Like he's like, as if he's just been fought with his whole life and has yeah, to yeah. always push back. But Michael Barr is like, it would be impossible to move around those megalithic blacks, even with the technology we have today. A, no, it wouldn't. And B, yeah. this is a big point that actually, I don't think I came to this myself, but at least for us, for this for personal use, I've never even thought about how this constant fucking argument uh, in the first season of the show and later episodes of the show, they're showing guys that are apparently masters of uh, and business owners of these uh, rock moving devices, of construction equipment, all this heavy duty shit, cranes and stuff. I just realized that. We haven't built things out of megalithic stones for a long fucking time. Right, right. Therefore, our technology, as soon as we found it's not out. based, yeah. As soon as we found out that timber and steel is much easier and more efficient and more cost effective and less labor intensive to build things, why the fuck would we develop power tools? Because the constant argument with Sukalos and everyone on the, on the show is even our modern devices couldn't do this right, now. Right. It's like, yeah, because we don't make our devices. To fucking build yeah. houses out of 2,500-pound blocks. You yeah. know, like... I'm looking down. <laughs> I'm yelling, timber! <laughs> um, oh, is that because she's looking at his dick? Yeah. Oh. She's going wood. Oh. I want it all. <laughs> I smell a dick. <laughs> a stinky oh. wiener. That's the... Uh, yeah, I've, I've only heard the clean version on the radio, so that must be the Yeah, that's version. the raw dog yeah. version. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I was just kind of like... We don't need – we haven't needed to do that for a long time because you, you look at 
And even your tools today, you can still lift and move these things. Exactly. Stonework in houses is common. Right. Uh, Just moving large beams and weighted things have a similar shape. Right. Yes, you can move them. Exactly. So, um, So it's kind of this weird moot point where it's like, we don't, tools are built for a specific purpose. You know, I'm sure they had tools back then or people were the tools. Right. It was a lot of brute force, you know, and some ingenuity because, yeah, it's, again, it's still extremely impressive that they fucking built these things. But right. with enough time and enough manpower, you can fucking do whatever you Figure want it out. for the most yeah. part. So, um, and especially because building the pyramids, as ingenious as it was with the chambers and all that stuff, was an incredibly, 90% of it was an incredibly repetitive task. Right, right. It didn't really require much specialization, you know. Yep. Um, anyway, we get our next Childress Chime in here. I should be calling it the Childress Chime in. Um, but, uh, <laughs> this is one of those weird little, I want to, I, w- I wanted to say it was like a weird edit of the History Channel people, but it's not. We get this little, like, he adds an extra syllable into the front of certain words, so he gets. We you, you might have heard this in the description of the Honeyboo last yeah. episode had one large a dome, <laughs> and, it, and he has that little a, that little vowel in front of yeah. it. So he chimes in here and he says, "In many cases, they're built with such a large and heavy large. granite or bath salt. It's basalt, right. but yeah. he says bath salt stones. Yeah. These guys are getting nuts." <laughs> Even giant cranes would barely be useful to list some of these really large stones. Yeah, and yeah. And, uh, and it's like, and, I mean, that kind of sums up our counterpoint here, which is just yeah. that these ancient astronaut theorists guys, they just can't imagine that things were done differently yeah. without, it was just different. It was different needs for a different time. Yeah. I mean, look at, this is going to be, I know it's way, way scaled down, Yeah, but... Anybody seen that movie Kingpin has watched the Amish raise oh, a yeah. wall. Exactly. And yes. they're using wood exactly. for wood to Beams. leverage yeah. and push up these giant heavy walls right. to get them up and locked in. Again, yep. totally different set of tools. But with, again, these with no steel are tools. Yeah. No steel yeah. tools. Because they, yeah. they can't smelt anything. They're not allowed I don't to do know. They have or whatever. hammers and saws, but, I guess, but yeah. they use those sticks as leverage oh, cause points. Because it's, it's no power tools. That's right. Right, yeah. right, right. So they use these big sticks as leverage points to then all yes. together lift right. the giant wood wall. Yeah. I know it's wood and whatever, yeah. but still, you, 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 you blow that whole system up yeah. and, and expand it. Right. You, know, you, you put it on a macro stone. scale yeah. and you learn about pulleys and leverage. Yeah. And that. That can make you seem superhuman in your strength with the right leverage and pulley systems right, right. for lifting heavy things. So, um, at, And that being said, too, they didn't build the fucking pyramids from the top down. <laughs> they built them from right. the ground up and probably just ramped shit up, Can't stacked it, ramp way. and yeah. stack, ramp and stack, whatever. Um, so we get uh, uh, Taylor Wang back on here because now we're talking about a concept called acoustic levitation, which is... The, it's not even a theory. It, it really a, happens. It's a guy playing a, a guita- acoustic guitar. Yes. Just jamming as hard as he yep. can, and just those panties drop. Oh, yeah. Well, and he, we call that de-levitation. Right. And then the dicks <laughs> get hard, and then that's the acoustic levitation. The de-levitation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we made a bunch of Australian jokes. I can't remember. I descending. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know Australian jokes? Descending. <laughs> Ass ending and yeah, descending. Yeah, yeah. Classic uh, Australia. Sending some D picks. Yeah. Um, but or anyway. A big... 
picture oh, I of me. I fucking love Tinder. Me croc. <laughs> I love D sending me pics. Yeah. Um, you want to see my big thick croc? <laughs> my crocodile. Yeah. I'm, are uh, you a crocodile hunter? <laughs> you a croc hunter? A cock. Are you a fucking cock hunter or what? Do you want to see my penis? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even Aussie. Yeah. You want to see my dick? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we get in this concept and we get a lot of a lot of footage of this little styrofoam ball that looks like a ping pong ball, which you could argue is racist because they're showing an Asian man on screen. We're assuming it's a ping pong, but it's like a fucking one inch diameter ball <laughs> being floated on sound waves. And it's, and right. it's cool because this stuff has been happening um, in real labs and stuff. So it's not, this isn't a myth. Like, this is a cool little portion yeah, of the show. In thing. his own labs. It is possible. Um, it also was a 10 gram styrofoam ball at the same right. time. But again, as the argument we just made, with the proper understanding of it, you could scale that upward and, and, and levitate bigger yeah. and bigger things. So it's not that that couldn't have been the way it happened, but then it's the once again, well, where the fuck is all of it then? You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Why didn't they draw a billion pictures of the gods coming down and right. lifting the blocks for well, them? Well, and why they are didn't. there humanoid-looking people and right. then these grotesque creatures are not just truly alien-looking like right. people? Right, Um And so, anyway... Um, we, we get back to, um, this acoustic levitation concept on a very small scale. My big question was because Taylor Wang is like, oh, if you amplify it as, you know, as much as you can, you can create a lot of destruction and blah, I'm like, okay, so if the LRAD device that we talked about in the beginning, literally the L6, (laughs) (laughs) the L radical device literally makes you nauseous, permanently deaf temporarily blind and gives you diarrhea cha, how cha, the, cha. how and that isn't enough to lift a block how the fuck could any human especially back in the day somehow block out the sound of something that would need to be such a strong sound wave resonant to lift a 2000 ton fucking block or or even a 100 right. ton or even right. 1 ton like i don't i don't and why understand. would the aliens give them technology to just pile a bunch of stones up <laughs> that's that's one of those meta questions that we're right, always talking right, about right. here. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it, yeah, it's this weird, it's this weird. Like, well, I understand the logic of the aliens, even though your whole argument is that the aliens are maybe billions of years more advanced than us, maybe right. millions or thousands However, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, but then you're also purporting to understand them completely, and that they have the same logic as us, even right. though they technically could exist outside of time because of their fourth dimensional fucking uh mastery of ever you know what i mean like so it's again lots of inconsistencies here uh with the meta questions as well yeah, as these minute yeah, yeah. questions here too so uh we get our our next souk alert um but first we're gonna take a quick piss and shit oh uh, that was a spicy poop uh we're back so we end the segment with uh, a souk alert here, and I only wrote it down, not because it's very interesting, but just because of the way he said it. He says, we're t- we were talking about um, LRAD before and why, if LRAD was so powerful to make people deaf, blind, and shit their pants, and that's only 150 decibels of a sound wave, how the fuck are you going to li- lift megalithic blocks? We then move to Stonehenge, which is one of the biggest examples. Um, Steve's taking a selfie of his eye zit over there. Is that a- <laughs> I just feel... It's a it, it's, it's a white right head right zit. Where? Yeah, under right here, right there where you're touching. Oh God, it hurts. And you're making now. it work. Yeah. Oops. You making it work? <laughs> um, 
So Sukes comments on Stonehenge, and, and he says, the local legend of Stonehenge was, the mo- was that those massive stones were levitated by none other than Merlin the Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used a magic rod to levitate. And, I was like, and but it's he was just, just like so the like, picture of the guy like yeah. shooting like the stone yeah. with a goddamn stick. And I was dying because he's like he's so excited about it as if his excitement makes it more factual. And I'm like, no, you. I'm like, I'm like, Giorgio, I love you, bud, but you sound like a nutcase when you're saying, no. Merlin the Wizard. <laughs> All this magic is yeah, happening. Like, okay. It's when you get that kind of childlike quality that the last episode I was like, I liked that quality to yeah, an extent, yeah. but you got to figure stuff out and prove stuff. <laughs> um, Michael Barr comes back on and equates. He actually makes a, a kind of interesting point because um, there's a lot of studies of uh, ritualistic chanting and stuff, even by like music theory majors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Of how they how to... your brain scientifically like resonates with. Uh, a consistent sound that you're making or something too so like rhythm is this natural thing in us and he equates that like the sound technology if it existed uh was somehow enhanced or that the concept of magical spells was you have to say the right words in the right way in the right order to amplify the power of it or make it happen which is a kind of a cool interesting point Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but uh George Norrie comes on and makes a really stupid point, and it's kind of and it's kind of sad because I like George Norrie. He seems yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a nice guy, and fairly, even though he hosts coast or used to host Coast to Coast AM, which right. is all about paranormal conspiracy shit. He comes on and he's like, "Now they've done scientific studies about these blocks. You can't get enough human hands around it to move them. You can't do it." And I'm like, "Because they're not used. They're not just getting." 30 guys to push the fucking thing they're getting a bunch of ropes and you can make a rope that's 200 feet long and have 80 people on each rope pulling that fucking thing and yep. you get kind of a pulley effect and it's like come on george like that's yeah, a really yeah, yeah. dumb point like it's just like okay just don't you shouldn't even have put that on this episode because there are other ways you know what i mean like it's it's like saying like Nobody could make this metal man machine thing work. It's like, well, you just plug it into the electricity and the robot right, works it, or something. Yeah, it turns you know? on like and juices up. You don't have to have somebody being a puppet behind it and moving it right, with their right. hands. You know, so um, Taylor Wang really into it. I think this is his last appearance on this episode, uh, and this is when I go, oh. He's not just an acoustic scientist. He literally says, uh, you know, hey, aliens. They might have billions of years of evolution and technological advancement on us, yep. so they could totally bring this stuff. And yeah. I'm just like, It'd be fucking rad, okay? And it's like, and it's like, yes, you're totally right. They yeah. could, and that's what really the whole they could show's literally about. do. <laughs> yeah. All of this is they could have, would have, should have. <laughs> yeah, I can speculate everything. And he he makes the point at least that he he goes, you can't prove it and you can't disprove it. Which I'm like, at least that's fair because you Thank can't you. right yeah. now. You know, it's okay to say. We just don't know right now, but maybe yeah. we will someday. So we move on to the next thing, which is the acoustic power of flight. Um, and they they come on and they talk about how UFOs have had thousands of years of, of um, uh, evidence about people seeing UFOs. There's other episodes we've talked about that and we'll mm-hmm. talk about that in, you know, Renaissance artwork, bi- biblical artwork, all that stuff. Um, so we then get a classic children's chime in here because they're discussing that... UFOs have been, you know, okay, quote unquote, UFO shaped objects or what we see as modern UFOs have been drawn on old cave paintings forever. And so he comes on and he says, (laughs) 
scientists date these gay paintings <laughs> to 20 or 30,000 BC. Yep. And these gay paintings are in <laughs> Russia, China, Africa, South America, and other areas. And they appear to be some kind of spacecraft. And it's like, yeah. okay, Dave, like, yeah. I don't, what's yeah. gay about the painting, bro? <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's saying cave, but he just says yeah. something like gay. gay paint. Yeah. Um, but just these uh, dudes just like 69ing right. like, women fingering each <laughs> other. <laughs> and then, oh, flying discs uh, in the sky. Yeah. Flying yeah. dicks. Uh-huh. I um, mean, this would be some kind of large fallacy right. coming yeah. down and spraying <laughs> a, a ooze like substance to impregnate the women. But what it if? only hit the men. What if they were drawing one? Giant phallus yeah. spinning around at ungodly speeds, so it appeared to be a disc-shaped yeah. circle, a dick disc, but it was just a dick spinning around, <laughs> like meatspins.com. <laughs> meatspins.com. You never heard of that? No. Yeah, <laughs> is Meat that where spin? guys are swinging their big dicks around? I. It was one thing. I think. I mean, uh, I don't know. I've uh, never seen it or bookmarked no, people, every page because people would be like, "Oh yeah, that's just like meat spin." <laughs> so <laughs> I can't believe I haven't heard. Of I, yeah, this. yeah. Because so phonetrace.org was how I used to like prank people all the time because it was like or penisland.com too. Yeah, but phonetrace.org for sure because. Yeah. Oh, it, it would do like the fake like Google Maps zooming yeah, yeah. in when you type in a phone number. This was back and then in 2008. it was Then it was a meat spin <laughs> playing the song. You spin me right round. It was like a tranny, or well, appear to be trans. The original person. that you showed me ended yeah. up with a full gay porn scene of That's a guy. What I'm some dude in the cowboying ass. Yeah. a guy's dick. Right, and it was like a perfect bikini, which made me think it was transgendered, but. Uh, Maybe not. But yeah, then the well, dick spinning around. Yeah, that's true. So and then people are like, Oh yeah, that's from meat spin. I was like, <laughs> oh, how do you know that yeah, person yeah, telling yeah. me this? Okay. Anyways. Um, it was some kind of yeah. large weenus. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Um And it was great. Yeah. <laughs> In their own ass. Yeah. <laughs> um we then get a pretty pointless segment here. Um which is like the what I will call I might have said this in another episode, forgive me if I'm wrong. Uh, not running my own fucking notes, but the kind of spa- the ancient spacesuit fallacy, which is that any old is this going to go in the turtle flyers, yes, yeah. any any old weird looking man or woman must have a spacesuit and goggles on and a, and a yeah, fucking this helmet one was on. pretty fucked. Like some of these, I'm like, okay, right. that's kind of cool, and then this one was like, right, Ay, they start yeah, yeah. off and I, it sounded like it was going to be pretty interesting, and they're like, you know, Guatemala. 14,000 years ago, Lando uh, yeah. Tortoise, Lando Calrissian. Uh, they're like, which I actually found very interesting that there was human settlements in Guatemala 14,000 years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, they moved there long. With whatever, time. you know, too. So it was. they showed some of their uh, pottery and some of their statues and, and yeah. animal animism figures and things like that. Right, right, right. Animist. Uh, and so it's my favorite porn star. Animist. Yeah. <laughs> She's a squirter. <laughs> um so we get this guy who I, I just called the Turtle Man, who yeah. Sukalos is on here, passionate as fuck that this is, couldn't just be a turtle, that there were flying turtles flying around in the sky. He even, as if it's some sort of evidence, he, he says that the archaeologist there, he said without a doubt, legend says... The the people here said there were turtle uh, turtles flying around. So I'm like, yeah, yeah the archaeologist is not yeah. saying anything. They were eating ayahuasca like right. motherfuckers right. down there. But, probably saw a lot of weird shit. But the whole point so. is that 
the archaeologist is not saying anything to make himself an ancient astronaut theorist. Right, right. He's just saying, yeah, the local people's legend here says that they had flying turtles back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, Isn't that weird? Okay, yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't mean he's yeah. with you, Giorgio. So, like, he's just yeah. answering your fucking question. So some people would say that the turtle <laughs> right. is a tortoise with made of clay. Right. And I would and say my favorite band is Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're weighing to yes on this oh, yeah. planet. <laughs> we'll through science theater for it. That'd be obvious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, this is a constant thing that comes back in the series, which is that anyone that looks like this they is a had hard jumper. Yeah, a suit of armor or something on, which many religions themselves will say, yeah, back in the day, they used to wear these kind of beads around their neck that looked like this. And I, I guess you could say that was like an oxygen tank too but it wasn't it right. was just these beads like whatever so um anyway we get another we get a lot of children's chimes in this episode too um and we're talking about uh alexander you know alexander the great again yeah. going back to those leto right. eyes um uh and how he was planning in a, a, to totally take over india which that actually would be really interesting if that would have happened yeah but in in ancient writings like this is for real it was reported by his soldiers that he had some sort of weird uh, attack from the sky by these flying discs. Right. Um, these disc-shaped objects were coming down, and we get our children's chime in here, and he describes it and says, Suddenly, in the sky, appear these flying discs. And he says, <laughs> like, three discs after discs. Yeah. Um, it sounds like he's saying discus or something like that. And they begin diving at the war elephants in Alexander's army, causing stampedes who ran about his camp, tearing shit up. He didn't say shit. Yeah. Tearing up the camp. And that was the end of that war campaign. Like, so <laughs> he's just saying, like, it, it, it's, a, it's a weird story that some sort of flying disc came down. Because you, would, you could argue, like, Alexander the Great was an obsessive megalomaniac who was just like, I, it is my destiny to take over every the fucking place that i can get to and for why why would he stop you know just because why would he not go to india and do this thing you know what i mean so that is a really weird interesting point i guess they also kind of just go past that and they don't even fucking go into that more which to me was one of the more interesting points in the episode um the whole point is that ufos are described as breaking the laws of physics they don't get affected by gravity it seems we get another children's chime in (laughs) um Acting as if I was like, come on, Dave, like he's acting as if he's been in this technology he's about to describe. He says, so when you're inside present tense, yeah, when you're inside of a gravitational field that you're creating around yourself and it's like, what? Is that like a a Dutch oven or something, bro? (laughs) You, you, nobody can do that yet. You can't do that yet. So he's he's saying when you're doing this uh, and around your craft, I'm like. Okay, like, how do you know what that is again? Yeah, is my craft my car, bro? Yeah, he goes, the gravity of the Earth doesn't have a force on you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. All very factual statements. Right, I'm statements. like, thanks, Dave. You're a big expert in fucking gravitational fields that don't exist yet yeah. <laughs> in the most advanced science we Dome have. Dome exists? <laughs> a dome. Uh <clears throat> that's what like interstellar was about like right, right, understanding right. like we'd really how don't gravity works yeah yeah we we don't really understand gravity very much um at least how to manipulate it or change right it. Yeah. yeah and 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 so we get to our next expert who's only in for us a, a little bit but i mentioned him because 
Speaking of WWF, his name is Dr. Paul Mahler. <laughs> Sidekick. Uh, oh, yeah. To the one and only Slash manager. Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, yeah. more manager. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes on and says, oh, boys. <laughs> "He comes on and Bruh. says, well, I've made these hovercrafts that are only seventy-five pounds and can lift fifteen hundred pounds. Arise in the <laughs> from the." T- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Die!" This guy looks nothing like Paul Mall or anything. Or Paul but Bear. Paul Bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> Paul. Oh. <Bear. laughs> it's funny that we both thought that, but because because. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Here's a little weird deep cut. Paul Mall is it's a cigarette. Well, it is. But Paul Mall is also the the weird pseudonym or surname uh no, pseudonym that Paul Rubens who plays Pee-wee oh, Herman. Yeah. He it said like executive produced by Paul Mall, Pee-wee's Big Adventure because Paul Rubens, but at the time he didn't want to let on that Pee-wee was not a real person. Um, he wanted to keep that kind of Andy Kaufman-esque weird. like, "Oh, Pee-wee yeah. just exists and he's a character and he's alive." Yeah. Um, but I forgot Paul I totally <laughs> I like that you went with me on it, but it wasn't <laughs> correct even though cuz like it was it was Paul Bearer, yeah, yeah, not Paul, like Paul Mahler, yeah, yeah. which is so <laughs> In my head, I was like, oh, yeah, Paul Mall, who was yeah. Undertaker's manager yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Paul Bear, because <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, he's a Paul Bear. That <laughs> sickly fucking w- yeah, wax candle white. skin fuck. Yeah. yeah. And then was dark like four foot ten or something and like, like that. 800 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like the guy was a big fat fuck. <laughs> he was a big pile of sweat. It was yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a big pile of wet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, S quality Ooh. wet. Um, Ooh, my pants are big pile of wet. <laughs> Undertaker, if you would have like given me a million dollars back in the day and said, "Hey, which which one of these wrestlers is going to last for the next twenty years?" I would be like, "Not Undertaker. That's gimmicky. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Like whatever." Like, oh my like, god, yeah. oh my god, that man's <laughs> bro- he's going old school with those cat like reflexes as he would like walk along the top right. rope. Oh my yeah. god, oh my this god. Man. This man is broken in half. That was more uh, Jim Ross. Mm-hmm. But uh, he would always go, oh, going old school. And yeah. old school is walking on the right <laughs> rope. And it's kind of like reflexes yeah. like to walk on a rope. And that's not reflexes. <laughs> yeah, that's a sense of balance. balance. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cat like reflexes would be like somebody shoved him and he jumped up on the top rope right, like, really right, quick. Right, right, right. too. But anyway. No, he um, tombstoned him and just broke their fucking neck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would just murder people. Yeah. <laughs> Take that mankind. Yeah. Um, so mankind. Yeah. <laughs> um that was his son, son mankind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, um we go on to and it's like this weird hovercraft thing where I'm like, but that's not an anti grav device. It is really cool that these hovercrafts the whole little object, it looks like a Jetson's car, yeah. only weighs 75 pounds and can generate 1,500 pounds of lift, you know, so you can right, carry right, a bunch right. of people in there. That's great, but it doesn't really have anything to do with anything. So we then go to our next segment, which is kind of, I don't know, disappointingly about rocket power. Because basically the narrator's like, yeah, this- but, but what about old-fashioned thrust-powered rockets. <laughs> and you're like... Thrust-powered hips. We're like, that sucks. Like, yeah. that's... We already know that. Yeah, shit, this is where it kind of fizzles yes. <laughs> out. So so this episode kind of fizzles out at this mm-hmm. point, but you do see a lot of childish, childlike... Oh, yeah. A childlike childress. Right. <laughs> Have we said that before? Right. <laughs> um, Not right. Yeah. Right. Have we yeah. said that before? Childlike no. childress? Mm-hmm. Okay, so childlike childress shows up, yeah. and he's which, very excited which, about... Which, you know, they have to choose a hero to come to the childlike childress 
and yeah. and resuscitate Fantasia yeah. by by making believe and making a wish because mm-hmm. it's just as long as you can imagine things, childlike Childress can grant those wishes and rebuild the world that he created and and and, and really uh, is the matriarch of you know uh, he's generous as yeah. well <laughs> and forever giving right <laughs> pleasure <laughs> um so yeah we get to rockets and wow. we, we get a suk alert here but it's not really worth it he goes on for like five fucking minutes about how when i was a kid i wanted to go up in a rocket in the sky and feel the vibrations and the power and the smoke and the fire yeah. they mention smoke and fire like yeah. 30 times right. in a five right. minute period yeah. i uh, went to chinatown and wheeled right. the deal to get <laughs> battle rockets and i shoved them up my pants <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and that is an otherworldly power of sexual yeah. force into my anus. <laughs> and that is why my penis does not work. <laughs> oh, ripped through yeah. from the back. Exploded and burnt. Yeah, because you know your colon and intestines are directly connected to the back of your penis. <laughs> and it shoots no, out. in his pants. He's putting it at the short leg, watching right. it go up, oh. dance. Oh, up to it his, burned it alive. Yeah, it went Sealed up his pant leg. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, he's got so like a now weird, I have... He's got like a weird weep hole yeah. drilled into the side of yeah. his shaft that he pisses out. My wiener cries through its weep hole. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I have um. tantric sex because I do come inside myself, <laughs> not because I actually want to. And then it just foams out of yeah. his weep hole. Can I impregnate a woman? Yeah. And the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with a lot of planning and work and capturing yeah. of a live substance, yeah. freezing it properly, unfreezing <laughs> it at a later date in the proper facility, yeah. and inserting it properly with Be a medical a- professional. <laughs> Turkey baster <laughs> could get inside of her. Medical professional is like David Sherman with a gloves and a turkey baster. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sooks. <laughs> it's loud helicopters around. Sooks. I'm going to ram my load. What do you mean, your load? I mean, the load in my hand. Not that I jerked off into this turkey baster before, and now I'm ramming my wiener. Inside of her, and now it's gonna be going and glorious, and I'm coming. You asshole! You were supposed to use my load. <laughs> Imagine them having that fight. You asshole! You were supposed to use my load. <laughs> I feel like it'd be the other way around, though. Yeah, yeah. You know. um, yeah. Childers has a wee pole. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, a wee. He's got a wee pole. Yeah. <laughs> a wee pole. Wee. Heard is a bit small to most girls' likings. Yeah. Joey, uh, enough with the childlike <laughs> innuendo. Um, yeah, our fans hate our innuendos. Uh, we get George. We get George Norion with a really f- another fucking stupid statement. Um, <laughs> it says like it's like the only thing they said was yeah, like yeah. shut the fuck up. Like I don't get angry usually like that, but I'm like shut up, George. Right, right. He goes. He comes on and he's like. There's no doubt that if we thoroughly investigate this planet, that we'll find out that this planet has been to the moon long before 1969. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? You mean the about? whole planet? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, this planet. I know we meant the people, but no, I'm like. I know, yeah. What, you, you expect us to find an old fucking rocket that went up like that and we haven't investigated moon. thoroughly, yeah. quote unquote? And some like, random we, thing just showed up here, right? told us how to do all this stuff when we used an ancient rocket to just go hang out right. on the moon? Because and back? I back? can't even, no back? 
even watching the show a bunch, I can't even think of a religious story where like the people went up to the moon or something. Yeah, there's no like outside of like the crazy um, cult shit. There's no one who's like, and we ascended to another level by jumping into this ship, a rocket. Yeah, and and going to the moon. Well. It's not like, and, and our whole society jumped on the dragon's back and flew into right. another ra- Ra- realm. realm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you just don't see that. Like, yeah. cults are like, oh, this, this, right. whatever, asteroid's flying by and we're going to jump on it or whatever. Right. But And so this bothers me. I get to this a little later, but I'll kind of skip ahead. Why? Why the fuck? So, A, in terms of just a show editing process, why would you put the anti-grav segment before the rocket segment because right, right. one yeah, of them an ev- evolution of right, technology right. is like rocket to anti-grav exactly it's like why would you put shit that we're used to now and then you're sitting there talking about how because in the episode they go into like oh yeah everyone was using rockets back then and whatever I'm like but all you guys fucking talk about is a not that the people that know us normal humans were using rockets the gods, or not, sorry, not rockets, right, right. the gods were using anti-gravitational, interdimensional, wormhole-creating ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not rockets. You've never mentioned before that apparently there was a whole fucking, just, we were all just zipping up and around yeah, and yeah. whatever and up to the sky, the sky, but also rockets can't really fucking get anywhere or it takes a long fucking time, so. It's a lot of work yeah. to build and accurately develop a rocket. Where did they get the fucking fuel for That's it, too? Like, you know, yeah. it's like, the come energy on, guys. in it. Yeah, yeah there's, because a, a NASA scientist will say, literally, a rocket is like filling up. 3,000 gas tanks to get your car to go like five miles. And it's, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, like it's one insane... of the most inefficient <laughs> right. things that you can yeah. do. It's like a thousandth of a mile per gallon or some insane shit, you know? It's, yeah. And so why would... Yeah, where super... are they getting this alien fuel? Right. Why would why would these super advanced aliens say, we grant you the power of rocket travel as opposed to just, why don't you just hop on our ship, which doesn't get affected by gravity, you know? Right, like right, it's, it's right. Again, it's a very, it's a very inconsistent... Theory. Yeah, this is kind of where it comes into like, okay, what do you guys want? Do you want us to believe there's anti-grav or right. rockets? Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and this rocket shit's not making sense. Right. And uh so we get we get another children's chime in here. And he sounds very like drunk and excited. Like he comes on the screen, he's like already laughing as yeah. this <laughs> and he's like he's thrill killing. When, when rockets are taken off and it, it's bist to get out of the he's just bist instead of best bist to, to stand back and get out of the way. I'm not even doing a children's impression. Yeah, yeah, I don't even yeah. know how to be that this hyper child, childress, you know, yeah. this childlike children, hyper child children. I think we have done childlike children. I feel like that's yeah, a yeah. thing. <laughs> I, I feel like I didn't just come up with right. that. We but... didn't equate it to the childlike empress from, right, right. from uh, Fantasia, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this whole section is uh, children's talking about Chinese dragons and how it was a rocket and blah 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 and how the the creation myth of China had the guy and we've talked about this on a previous episode I think it was gods and aliens um, the creation myth of China as a guy yeah. came down made it with the woman but he was on a dragon that spewed right. spewed it, fucking fire and loads whatever. and cream <laughs> right. and yeah man propagating the earth and the, ch- the land yeah. of Western China um, but uh, and China then, and then we get Sukes coming on. With one of the most inconsistent statements he's ever said. He goes, of course, not the, the dragon was not a biological dragon, but a metal and fuel-based rocket ship. And we're like... Of course. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like okay, like, so we've had or will have entire episodes 
about alien hybridization and monstrosity creation. Right. We've talked about entire segments at length about how, oh, aliens would make gorgons and make cyclops and make giants and all this shit. But a biological dragon, a fucking centaur is possible, but a biological dragon is not. Like, I'm like, okay, because it fits your... Your preconceived ancient astronaut theorist notion of... Or right now. Right. (laughs) Yeah, in this particular argument, on this particular episode. And that's when you have to be wary of this a theory that the evidence is trying to feed the theory as opposed to a theory coming from the results of a lot of disparate evidence and going, huh, I see a pattern here. Maybe it's like this. Let's test that consistency. Yep. As opposed to saying, I believe this. I'm going to make everything prove that, you know, so... Um, keep keep a keep a critical mind when it comes to things yep, like yep, that. Too. Totally. So, um, Bara and Sooks come on and talk about um, you know descriptions of other rockets and and uh, flight tech and things. And like, and, but again, I was like, why would they use rockets if they had anti grav tech right, there? Right. Um, we then go to a quick shout out to the Sumerians and the Epic of Gilgamesh. What's um, up, Gilgo? Shout out to Gilgamesh. Uh, also. <laughs> I studied that story in a mythology class in college, mm. and Gilgamesh has a boyfriend the whole series. The Ooh. whole series. The whole fucking Gilgur, uh, her mesh, oh, yeah. or is it Gilgore, her, his mesh? Gilgore mesh. Because um, a whore can be both genders. There's only two. True. <laughs> no fluidity. <laughs> um, but uh, so Gilgamesh goes on this journey, and eventually, he has a lot of battles and shit like that. He eventually. Um, Flies over the earth and sees the earth from above. And Eric Von Daniken, it's not even really worth a mention on here, but he's like, uh, you have the story of, of uh, Gilgamesh and the, he sees the world from above is pretty nice. And it's just yeah. like, okay. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Great addition. Thanks, Eric. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. He saw the world from above. You it know? looks great up there. Right. <laughs> I five coming in today. Right. Traffic's looking a little yeah. bit light. You know, we're going to see a nice flow here. We got a commercial. We got a. Sure. We got a commercial coming, coming up, up. and yeah. uh, we got a crash here over right. on southbound uh, ninety one. It's my helicopter going yeah. down at about yeah. a rate of three hundred feet per yeah. second. I, and by helicopter, I mean I'm blowing the helicopter driver. <laughs> I've gone down upon him, and I am pulsating at uh, thirty five reps oh. per minute. But yeah, so we we then move on to. This, um, what do they call this thing? The uh, Eola pile. <laughs> Not Eola, Eola pile. pile. Of shit. <laughs> and it's it's this like rotating little steam engine. Oh, this is towards the very end. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's a rotating little steam engine. And this Greek inventor named Hero um, apparently got his inspiration from, according to ancient astronaut theorists, from the gods and whatever. Um, Sukula, <laughs> Sukula, you quote, from the gods or whatever. Right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Uh, Sukalos comes on, makes a really dumb statement here because he, he, it's a pointless distinction. He, he comes on and says, I'm not of the belief that hero talked to aliens and he, they gave him the technology. I think he read ancient texts Yeah, this is who they were inspired by a, uh, extraterrestrials, ancient astronauts. And, and I'm like, so yeah, he's you gives a fuck. So it's like, yeah. come on, dude. Like you're, there's no point in, in making a distinction of that. So whether you're inspired by a myth that might have been the gods slash aliens. Right, right. Now you're doubling down on. Right. <clears throat> the like, layers of separation right, or whatever. Right, right. It's, it's like really stupid. So it's, it, it reeks of Sukalos like 
in the middle of probably a nine-hour interview because <laughs> um, yeah. it's the same shot over and over for 12 episodes now or whatever it is. And I, I feel like there's times when he's just like trying to sound a little more credible and as opposed to crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's one of the things like, hey, hey, man, I'm not saying – that it was aliens this time, but it was old text inspired by right. aliens. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What's the difference? God you know? damn it! Yeah. <laughs> um, and Childress comes on and he goes a very, a very somber and a, it's a somber yet massive fucking leap. He makes and this is like I'm not editing anything out. Sometimes I paraphrase a little bit. He goes, "We don't know where Hero got his ideas." But but it uh, may very well have been from aliens. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he doesn't even say extraterrestrials, which right, is right. which is their way of making it sound more so legitimate. Like, yeah, yeah. like not, not just he just aliens. says eh, it might have been aliens. <laughs> like it's been, like uh, <laughs> someone else. Yeah, and that <laughs> it may have been my cousin Marco. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, he's an asshole. You know Marco Childress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, very Italian name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he divorced uh, another fine lady and left them with children with the childress right. name. And I don't have kids, and I'm a yeah. childress. Yeah, I'm childless. <laughs> yeah. Childless childress. Yeah, very sad childress. I don't think he has kids. I hope not. He has a wife though. Um, Is it a wife or a girlfriend? It's a wife. He says. And Sukes has a girlfriend. A uh, wife. Wife as well. Yeah, yeah. So that New Year's, that very sad New Year's photo we right. saw on Facebook <laughs> yes. of just four people hanging out was their significant others yes. in a married form. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and hey, for those that don't know, I'm single. <laughs> apparently, you can go, you can set it up. I'm not sure how. You'd have to Google it. But because I tried to and I could not figure oh. out how to sign up. But David Hatcher Childress is the leader of the World Explorers Club. And you can sign up, and he's been doing this since like the fucking '90s. Which part of me, I don't know. Again, I'm I'm speaking out of my fucking ass here. It sounds like he gets a group of people to pledge a bunch of money to pay for this trip, but the upcharge is basically to pay for his trip to this place, and that's how he like takes people and tells them about the ancient artifacts and the pyramids they go to. But it still seems kind of cool. They just like, hey, let's fucking go to Machu Picchu and check yeah, out all yeah. the weird shit, you know? So. You could, if you're a listener and you're a fan, you could arguably do this. You can also go on the ancient astronaut cruises that they have and all yeah. that stuff too. I'd uh, like alien to go on a cons cruise. coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, we then get a quick demonstration from a guy named John Tyndall of Tyndall Vision Laboratories. Um, he's this guy that never shows up again except to demonstrate the uh, Eolopile engine. Uh, he recreated it. If you look on his... Yeah, I don't uh, know how they found this fucking guy. He's just on this one thing for a super random experiment. You, you look on his website, and it literally... Is, he, he apparently describes himself as Hollywood director, okay, and science enthusiast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but when you look at all his weird little... It looks like a fucking old angelfire.com like, website. Angelfire? Like what is that? That sounds really funny. Angelfire was like an old like GeoCities, like the, uh, one of those okay. old hosting super services, duper, you know? Yeah. And... Uh, it looks like a really old website, mm-hmm. and but and yet there's kind of modernish pictures on there, and it's all these little thumbnails of like, oh, uh, John Tyndall uh, working on the Tesla coil, John Tyndall working on this fucking. It's like all these extant uh, apocryphal technologies that sort of existed but sort of didn't. So he's just like I think I, I makes me want to feel like he's a B movie director or special effects guy right, that's right, just trying right, to make right. shit. That being said, he makes this fucking thing. 
and it works the way it shows where it's this little ball. It has two kind of like a half swastika, you know, uh, tubes coming out that are shooting steam uh, yeah. in a circle. And it creates this turbine effect, you know. Um, if you watch that Some Kind of Sky video we mentioned on YouTube before, yeah. it ends with, uh, wow, that's energy. Steam. And he's like, <laughs> and he, it just shows when this like when this little Eola pile thing explodes on camera basically it lets all it's like a pressure cooker yeah, letting yeah, off yeah. the steam he freaks out and ducks like it's going to yeah. explode like, oh fuck i <laughs> right? screwed this up yeah oh and he's like i'm alive still steam yeah. it's cool um but uh anyway um we move on to our last segment which is the most speculative by far and it's about laser death rays in the ancient past there literally is almost no proof of this. Uh, everything could be explained other ways. As but, uh, a death ray. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get a lot of David Wilcock in here, too. Um, they start off just like the beginning of the episode with the 2010 uh, naval mission that had a uh, laser like particle beam that shot a bunch of drones, like a bunch of um, um, anti-ship drones, two miles up in the sky. And fucking burned them up, shut them out of the sky. That's super cool. That's cool that there's like a fucking laser that can do... That was like the old Ronald Reagan Star Wars shit. Like, right, right, let's right. develop satellites and weapons that can fucking shoot Take things down from space or yeah. whatever with highly specific coordinates and things. Um, we then get into, of course, the ancient astronaut theory that death rays existed in the ancient past. Uh, we go to 214 BC in Syracuse, which is a city in Sicily in Italy. Not a town in New York. Nope. Or it was named after that. Um, yeah, but uh, but that that Baba that uh, pasta Baba Bowie, yeah, Baba Ganoush is not a time. That pasta vajoles is not the same yeah. as back in the old country. Hey, right? your mom's gabagool broccoli <laughs> fucking sucks, bro. Gabagool broccoli. Yeah, isn't it broccoli gabagool? Or so something? I finally learned, even though I am half Italian, gabagool is not a cheese. It is the very Italian way of saying capricola ham, which you've had on many Italian sandwiches. It's the very... Oh, fuck you. It's got the very fatty <laughs> deposits in like... It's like red but rim But why ham. is it gabagool broccoli? Because they're, they, a lot of Ita- American Italian guys, they make the C, that hard C sound, into a ga, like whatever. And it's like how they pronounce... They don't say, I'll have some mozzarella on my pizza. They say, I'll have some mozzarella. Like they don't pronounce certain things. So it's a very like fucking... Ginzo fucking thing to like say. Bruschetta is how you're supposed to say. Uh, bruschetta, uh, yeah, right, and, not bruschetta. But, the, but they'll say uh, bruschetta. They'll just they won't pronounce yeah. the vowels or whatever. Okay. So instead, of, yeah, I guess because other guys will go, oh, can I get some gabagool on there? And then they kind of just shorten it to like, there's some gabagool on there, and it sounds right. like gabagool, which you think is some melty cheese or something like that. I don't know. But that being said, your mom's gabagool broccoli. Yeah, ham wrapped broccoli sounds really good. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I'm into it. Properly prepared. Um, so we get Childress chime in here again with a, with a very good line to, uh, isolate and take out as your text message ringtone or something. And he says he has a fucking like sinister mischievous smile on his face. And he's like, probably the most famous ancient death ray. And he like pauses for a (laughs) second. Like psyched. Like as a kid, like, right. Like some Looney Tunes oh, oh, uh, death ray that the Marvin famous. the Martian has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what kind of sentence is that? Probably the most famous ancient death ray is. Like, that's insane. In that could itself. literally be any. I, right. I have no idea what. Right. I, nothing comes to mind. It was Hercules' penis. <laughs> yeah. Um, a big mirror yeah. where he could take a <laughs> selfie of his cock and just send that out. <laughs> 
And if you looked directly at it, you'd, you'd have to think that your brain would melt out of your That ears. you would uh, <laughs> turn to stone. Right. And what turned to stone mean was you were hard as a rock. So you would be very turned on. Do not look at Hercules' orgasm. Yeah. Do not look at his hard penis. I cannot look away. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm turned to stone. And that's just him coming from a yeah, really exactly. hard boner. Yeah. yeah. It's all about context with ancient translations, yeah. right? Um, transitions. Um, so Transition. He says, so he says, probably the most ancient, famous ancient death ray was the one that was built by the Greek inventor Archimedes. He was able to create this giant mirror, this parabolic discs, and focus the energy of the sun's rays and set these ships on fire. So what we have here is a kind of primitive death ray that really worked. And he's all stoked yeah, at the like, end. Oh, like, fuck, yeah. Okay, like, so the point is that these Sicilians were getting invaded by an incoming naval fucking force. And they reflected the sun with a curved disc of metal and apparently burnt the ships. Like, they somehow right, focused right. it and burnt the ships. Whether that's true or not is one thing. Even if it were true... You can do that with a fucking magnifying glance glass on an ang- anthill. On glance. <laughs> a magnifying glance on an ang- yes. ang- hill. <laughs> ang Lee's The Hulk, greatest yeah. Marvel movie of all time. It's just Correct. called Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Um, crouching Tiger, Hidden Hulk, as I call it. Um, very Chinese. <laughs> um, ooh, that laugh squirted some pee into my bladder. Um <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like but again they skip past this part so quickly um i'm like can you explore or sh- again show some ancient texts that talk about these naval ships burning alive by was the other entire race of people eradicated by this or was there a history of what happened to their ships you know what i mean don't you think we would have heard of a right. weapon that could burn fleets of ships if, if From other era. other than yeah. this one fucking spot in Sicily and Italy, like you got to yeah. be fucking kidding me! Like, yeah. Come on, all these fantastical pieces of evidence that only one party community, is, yeah, right, culture, <laughs> right, is is and again we all know that you know history is written by the victors and all that stuff too. So it's like maybe they were just trying to fucking scare I feel like people. they would just wreck shit right. if they had this technology. <laughs> like how did someone just not conquer the whole world? Right. At this That's point? what we were saying yeah. before with the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. You don't think that a bunch of fucking Israelites would have been like, "Holy shit, we have this fucking city destroying nuke basically. We're not going to go and fucking wreck, you know, wreck shop and fucking yeah, take yeah. over all this shit." So anyway, um there have been um the, the, we we move on to kind of the last big piece of evidence, which is in the northeast of Scotland, there are a handful of forts. And there's a whole, I don't know, eight-minute period where they, they go over something we've already gone over a bunch on our podcast, which is that, oh, Zeus had a thunderbolt weapon that was, you know, and Zeus comes on briefly and says, like, oh, it's described as you push a button and this lightning bolt comes. I'm like... I've read. I took a whole class on Greek mythology, seen, and I never yeah, fucking yeah. heard about a no, button he pushed. Push button right. age as uh, Zeus, right? You know. Um, and so, anyway, we move on to uh, northeast Scotland, where it was Celtic kind of culture and religion there at the time. Oh, lady! <laughs> <laughs> Did not expect that. Oh, lady! <laughs> oh, hey, mate, down yeah. down hey. under in Scotland, and he's Scotland. <laughs> Where's me kilt, mate? Yeah. I've got blue paint. Who wants a face job? 
<laughs> Classic Braveheart line. Yep. Um, that was the ending line. Are he, you not impressed? Yeah. When, <laughs> when he's getting gutted open at the end. Yeah, like, yeah. Who wants a face job, man? Who wants a face job? Work for face jobs. <laughs> yeah. Come dumpster. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, the, the point of these forts is that thousands of years ago, they were there. Early Saxon kind of folk and whatever were there. And uh, early Saxon. sex. They were early sex on these folk. Um, and the point of the ancient astronaut theorist mentioning this is some of some portions of some of the walls of these forts were vitrified, which means the stone was heated to such an extent that it melted. Like you actually melted stone. Yeah. Um, they say that this is impossible without being an alien death ray. Um, right. And so, you know, aliens love to kill stone. Right. <laughs> I'm like, so, and they, and they bring up the Celtic god, Lou. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey guys. Yeah. Hey, hey, Lou here. I got a, apparently I got a spear that yeah. can shoot fire and lightning and shoot stuff. And this is where I'm heavily mustachioed. Right. This is kind of what bums me out is that like, I forget cause I've, I'm more used to watching the later, like five seasons in the past couple of years. I haven't watched the old episodes in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Oh man, it's it's almost like they have no publicist there saying, uh, maybe don't mention that the only way that something could get melted is by a, a god named Lou with a spear yeah. of fire. <laughs> like, like literally, Sukalos comes on, and and David Wilcox, five five heads at Freddy's, comes on, and he's like, now the the my point is is that only small portions of these forts have vitrification evidence on them. What other explanation could there be? If not a spear firing highly concentrated heat death rays at the rock, and it's like, but are they what are just, you talking about? Are like, these aliens just dicking around, right. hitting a wall? Yeah. Like, watch this! Right, and just like right, spearing also, some fucking wall for no reason. Also, wouldn't those fucking walls be like blown Exploded. apart? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, no, like, we're just gonna heat them up. And and that uh, okay, this I didn't even think of this when writing my notes. Wilcock himself says, scientists will say. You need at least 1,100 degrees Celsius for an extended period of time of exposure to this heat to melt rock and vitrify. And it's like, so you're saying that Lou sat there with his spear for like a good 10 minutes at least on one spot and was just like, like trying to change the channel of a shitty TV. Come on, dude. Like you're, you're arguing that someone was machine gunning fire and lightning bolts, you know, godly fire and lightning bolts. Or are you saying somebody sat there and pushed a button and fucking jammed on this one yeah. spot? Which At there, a there was structure. There was windows in these forts too. Even, yeah, like, yeah. There's like the the husk of these forts still exists. They're showing it on camera. Yeah. Why not just fucking shoot through the hole at people? Or yeah. I don't know. Like why, why? Well, why just kind of melt the walls? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Here we go. I'm gonna melt the yeah. wall. Old <laughs> Lou. Old Lou is gonna scare the fuck out of you. Yeah, I'm not gonna make yeah. you run out and I'll kill you anyway or yeah. something. So like. Anyway, I'm the big bad wolf, right. and that's how that story really right. came to be. Was <laughs> old Lou? He huffed and he puffed, and he did not blow that house yeah. down, even though it was the brick one. Right? It melted the walls and it heated yeah. those little piggies up, and those fat fucks <laughs> came out running, and yeah. he ate them up. He huffed and he puffed and he blew the house down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he melted the right. house down literally. Right. So if you look at these old texts, you'll see that it says blue, which also means blow like a a flamethrower so it threw <laughs> it threw he flamed through down the house right. and it actually melted <laughs> combine the terms and it makes sense for my argument yeah. <laughs> uh 
Goldilocks is what I call myself because I'm a pretty little boy with a nice blonde <laughs> basket up top. And I'm always and just right for the three bears yeah. that I <laughs> go into, his, yeah. into their house. Yeah. And I'm just right for them. The right yeah. temperature, the right circumference yeah. of hole, and the right level of tightness yeah. and for these, the three bears. And I love the bears because they're a hairy man who's bald but still has hair all over their body. And that's who I'm really all about. Oh, and that's <laughs> now I'm David Wilkak from Chicago, <laughs> sorry, or Wisconsin. I started uh, <laughs> to drift there into my own sub reality. It, it is difficult to keep the impressions going sometimes too as we get deeper into it. But uh, deeper like those bears into David. <laughs> deeper and deeper. David Wildeglocks or whatever. His deeper name is. and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, I again two minutes of research on this in the nineteen fucking thirties. Right. They did archaeologists did an experiment <laughs> and took uh uh rocks, you know, certain minerals and like basalt and some iron and whatever and some timber and they made like a historical forge. I'm going down. <laughs> right. <laughs> I smell like timber. <laughs> they made a historical forge just like a military fort would likely have in there to be making weapons and stuff like that. Uh made a historical forge, put some basalt and other things, other minerals in there from the area. Lo and behold, the fucking forge gets up to 800 to 1200 degrees Celsius, at least over 100 degrees Celsius hotter than you would need to vitrify the stone. And the stone is vitrified in small little spots. It's not like the whole wall turned to glass and melted together. It was vitrified in certain spots, which, hey, over time, for 3000 years ago, it's like, that's pretty fucking hot. That's crazy. They got it that hot and sustained it for that long. But it makes a lot of sense that you'd be melting some of the shit if you had a fucking forge in that corner of that fort or whatever, too. So right, right. they can't confirm that, like, that's exactly what they've done. But at least they proved fucking, you know, 90, almost 90 years ago that it was possible with the materials of the time. Yeah. And that's know? how Neapolitan pizza became to be a thing. Right. Um, and so, anyway, they, they go back into, they end the episode on kind of a weak note. Uh, it's basically Souk describing how impressive... Uh, that spear was at killing folks and stuff. And so he goes, it was one amazing weapon. I mean, how else can we explain those vitrified forts? And then like, come on, dude, like you're going to end the episode before the narrator comes on, you know, narrator always comes on and goes, big weapons, turd burglar extraordinaire. What if it were all true? And maybe it'll be true again. Like that's always the fucking flow of like, here's what we talked about. And maybe that it'll happen all again or whatever. Well, like you're yes, part of coming. You're part of history now, as we talked about. Yeah. It. But yeah, so let's go for round two in the morning, honey. Right. Yeah. Because I came <laughs> hard just now. Um, but it's like, and my refract. What if my refractory period was only ten minutes? Yeah. <laughs> and I took a little blue pill that some sort of scientist gave me, and now I'm hard again. Some sort of scientist, meaning. A doctor. <laughs> or could it have been a homeless gravity man <laughs> floating in an alley in Chicago? Yeah. <laughs> Bleeding out of his eye sockets from which I harvested and turned into pill form. And uh, then I ate that, and now I have AIDS. Honey, you scraped some blood off a homeless guy's eyes and put it in your urethra? It seemed like a good idea at the time. At the time. <laughs> but what if it were a great idea? But what if that's what really happened? <laughs> Because it did. And what if we're divorcing now? <laughs> what um, if you now have some homeless man's oh, genetics oh. all inside of you? Some he and a. Yeah. 
Calling some con- now, this woman had some kind of <laughs> other man's DNA that wasn't even from his gun. It wasn't me and A. I yeah. think it was he yeah. and A. And he turned it into <laughs> she and A. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, to end an episode on, wow, wasn't this ancient god really great? And the answer is yes. Like, right. what? That that's just... a fucking super weak thing, you know? So. Yeah, I, as we watch all these again, yeah. I feel like, I'm like, I know Sooks is the face of this whole right. thing, but it's like, <laughs> God, this guy makes some. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum leaps, <laughs> right. not even that show. <laughs> yes, but like yeah. big time, right? And again, crazy things. I'm more used to the last few years of watching the newer episodes where he's a little more Rained specific. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little more specific. So he's not talking about these grandiose concepts. But we have to remember that most of this footage we're seeing was filmed at the same time as season one. Probably, yeah. You know? exactly. So, so they're just they're going they're all just out going ham. trying to prove yeah. this theory. And so he <laughs> he wraps up the show by saying. You know, we look to the ancient past and think it's science fiction, but in fact, it's science fact. And you're like, yeah. God, okay, damn it. <laughs> it's like we get it. We're watching the show. You don't have to keep explaining it all the time. Yeah, I understand. As a as a television network, you want to make sure and uh, you know, you might have new viewers make some every episode. So you, you got to re-explain and, things yeah. or whatever too. You know, so I get it. But it's it's a little like. I don't know. It's it's a it's a big pill to swallow, um, like those homeless bloody tears. A big <laughs> Um when you're you're talking about some real fantastical shit and just ending on that note where you're just like, because the narrator is trying to be like to wrap up the big picture stuff and then say what if it could happen again or whatever yeah, yeah, and like yeah. that's okay. But I don't know. It's it's it'll be interesting by the time we're doing like season seven of this or whatever to see a little more how you said like reined yeah, in right, and stuff right. too. It's like again, this is like Tom Cruise without the publicist and he's jumping on Oprah's couch, yeah, yeah, yeah. you Just know. <laughs> and everyone's like, the fuck's with Tom Cruise? You know what's going on with him? Yeah. But um, Thomas Cruise, why has he got them three front teeth? That's weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for season two, episode six, uh, Alien Tech, <laughs> which we'll be revisiting a lot of this shit in future episodes. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, feel free to check us out on social media, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Did your cat just do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, social media at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we can get a little more activity on Facebook, which we really appreciate. We love talking to yeah, anyone that listens been, to the uh, show. Yeah, doing a promoted post, and everyone seems pretty psyched on it. Mm-hmm. So glad we're not spamming you yeah. out there. Uh, we got some people sending us content, too, which is pretty fun. And, uh yeah, make sure and um, we're working like, on the site now. Uh, oh yeah, we're not that there's going to be anything up. too crazy, right. <laughs> uh, but at least you'll be able to contact us via email if right. you feel so inclined. Yeah, we'll be able to point all of our yeah. traffic to. Yeah. Oh, here's our marketing plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be able to point all our traffic to yeah. one source instead of the other. But yeah, we're going to have a, a website up with all the if, episodes. If too. anyone wants t-shirts of the logo because it seems to be getting a good mm-hmm. response, let us know because yeah, yeah. we can't get those made. Oh yeah. We're going to make shoes ourselves because yeah. I have a separate connect for that. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're into the shoes and mm-hmm. – or not shoes, but the – if if you want product with that logo <laughs> for whatever We're reason. We're talking condoms. Yeah. We're talking cups. Yeah, We're talking- big <laughs> loads. No, I don't know. Yeah, I no, mean, because people have asked us if we're going to make shirts, and I haven't – Right. Yeah, you know, we haven't really – Yeah, because we do have a fucking great logo thanks to our friend – 
Gorsh Gorsh Jorner, um, who has a big part on our other podcast, uh, Beer There, Drunk That. If you like our weird girl sense of humor, we're also big craft beer guys. Uh, Listen to that podcast on the same services on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, whatever. Um, Subscribe to us. Uh, Make sure also simply, if you like our podcast, just tell your friends about it, too. Because if you have friends that watch the show, that, that think the show's stupid, that think the show's great, Everyone has something to like on this podcast, so let your friends know. We appreciate that. Uh, if you also give us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave a review in the comments of that five-star rating, we will read it no matter what you say in there. So yeah. we just, we're just we just whores for that five-star rating in iTunes, so that really helps us a lot. So, um, yeah, I think that's yeah. going to do it for that's this episode. Quote-unquote housekeeping. Right. Turn, whatever. <laughs> a little housekeeping and... Uh, yeah, we're going to beam the fuck up with maybe an acoustic wave here going... Until next time, bitches. Daddy's going to go and do his own thing. Acoustic wave.